Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Shiki Podcast. We are your hosts, Alexandra Gumbert and Isabel King. Together, we bring you Shiki, where chic meets cheeky, creating the perfect cocktail. Hey, hello, everyone. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Shiki Podcast. We are here today with a special, special Kayla Van Gelder. Yay! You guys are going to be so excited for this episode. She's amazing in all aspects. And we are so lucky, Alex and I, because we've actually known her for quite a while now. We grew up in the same town, but so much has happened since we were all in the same high school building together. So, (laughs) Kayla, take it away. We would love to just introduce yourself, paint your picture for the listeners. Yay. Awesome. Thank you so much for that amazing intro. Wow. (laughs) That was amazing. Um, I'm so happy to be here and I'm honored that you guys asked me to do this interview. And um, I'm just excited to tell you guys more about my story and myself. And yeah, my name is Kayla and (laughs) I am 25 years old and I have my own business, and I also have a full-time career um, in the health and fitness industry, which is a very complicated, fun, exciting industry to be in, Um, and it's been a long, even though I'm only 25, I kind of talk like I'm like 40 years old, like I've had this like (laughs) very long life so far, but it has been, it's been a long journey an exciting journey, a scary journey. And um, I'm just so happy to be here to kind of share a little bit about that and how I kind of got to to where I am today. So thank you so much for having me. Of course, <laughs> we are so honored. So after high school, what was your path like right after graduating high school? What year was that when you graduated? Oh, gosh, um, 2013. There was definitely a lot of pressure, like senior year. I don't know if you guys felt this too, but especially like my grade. And I think, you know, the surrounding grades as well. There was a lot of pressure to kind of do what the majority of people were doing, which was apply to college, go to college, get a degree and be like be a successful person. And right away, I was kind of like, this is a lot of like pressure and I have no idea what I want to do. And I was kind of like, I was a little bit disconnected to myself and um, a little bit lost as far as like career and what I wanted to do and kind of just trying to figure out what my purpose was in life in general still. I mean, you're just a high school senior being asked to make these huge decisions and life-changing financial decisions um, for your future. And I was just not comfortable with that at that point. Um, And so that's when I kind of decided I wasn't going to, I applied to colleges, like five or six colleges, went through the whole college tours, everything. And then I kind of just pulled the trigger and didn't go um, off to school. I stayed local 
and I went to um, Cape Cod Community College, so our local community college here. And I just kind of started to take a couple of classes that I thought I would be interested in, um, kind of like pre-required classes in case I decided to go off to a four-year college at a later time. And I just needed time. I needed time to think. I needed time to soul search and to kind of just like figure out what I was doing. Cause I had a lot going on, um, as well as, as far as like my relationship, um, family life, I lived on my own. And so there was, you know, a lot of quick growing up to do as well, which might be different than somebody else's story right after high school. So there was a lot to think about. And so I just needed that time. And so I decided to kind of take that route, which was kind of scary. And you kind of wonder like, well, what does this person think of me? And what does this family member think, you know, that maybe I'm not doing anything or, or whatever, but I just kind of listened to myself, did my soul searching. Um, and I worked, I worked a lot, (laughs) like usually two or three jobs. Um, at a time. And I started to kind of be like, you know what, the jobs that I'm going to pursue, I'm going to try to do things that I think I'm interested in to get experience in those subjects and kind of career paths to see if it's really something I'm interested in before I go and try to pursue a, a degree in that thing. So for example, um, Not a lot of people like know this about me. So this is fun. Um, But one of my jobs was a pharmacy technician. (laughs) And like, it's so funny to me now because I, I'm not against medicine and pharmaceuticals. And, you know, I think that there's definitely things that are necessary as far as different health concerns and stuff. But I just think about that. And I'm just like, wow, that's like the complete opposite of like what I prescribe to people now. Um, but I, I was just the mindset at the time was pharmacists make bank. Like they are like some, you know, they make a lot of money. And so that's really the only reason why I was like, maybe I'll become a pharmacist. So that's to just show you like how disconnected I was with myself, if that makes sense. Because like, that was my mindset was just like, maybe I'll do this because they make a ton of money. Um, and that's just the path I'll go kind of like taking like safe paths and routes. Um, but it just wasn't for me. I didn't enjoy the work. I, it didn't fill my soul, didn't bring me happiness. First of all, how do you just choose yourself over making a lot of money? How do you get from like doing what you think will make you money to just living what you want to do? What feeds your soul? That's a, that's a good question. And I think that for me, what I did that was really helpful, which maybe is helpful for, you know, other people is Mm -hmm. I figured out instead of like searching for what you want to do, because maybe you don't know what you want to do is I just kind of started to rule out what I didn't want to do at this point. Like I knew what I didn't want to do. And that was to pursue a career just because it makes you financially successful you know, like, um, I knew that I wanted to 
have financial success somehow, but not at the expense of my happiness. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's it. I think that that's it. So because I couldn't figure out, you know, what I wanted to do and pursue at the time still, I started to just rule out what I didn't want to do. And that kind of helped clarify some things um, at that point. Do you think that soul searching had a lot to do with your clarity? Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that we as humans constantly look outside of ourselves for, you know, validation or for success or for the answers. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you just kind of look inside yourself instead of outside of yourself. So I guess that is kind of like soul searching. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that you can find those answers within yourself. It's not easy. (laughs) You know, it takes like a lot of sitting with yourself and hard experiences and mistakes and time, you know, which everybody's in a rush after high school, for some reason, we're in a rush to like, get to college literally the next what like three months after you graduate or four months um and so I think if you can if you can give yourself a little bit of ease and some time and you can do that soul searching within yourself um you'll be able to kind of find those answers um or create those things for yourself which is kind of the path that I ended up going on and taking because I was constantly looking for things and I couldn't like find them. So I was just like, I'm just going to like create it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to create it for myself. And then now it's kind of turned into creating it for other people, which is like so fulfilling and fun. Mm -hmm. So if you can't find it, just go ahead and and make it up, create it yourself. <laughs> Be your own sunshine, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love that. <laughs> Be your own sunshine. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to go back to whenever you were talking about how the time that you were graduating, there's a ton of pressure, and that's definitely something that I can relate to. Even so, in high school, I was just like so disconnected. Like I can relate to that feeling of you saying you felt so disconnected with yourself and like what you truly wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I was so disconnected that I didn't even, I wasn't even aware of the disconnect, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. I wanted to go to, I, I had no idea where I graduated this past May after taking a semester off, going back, finishing. And I took summer courses, winter courses to catch back up catch back up after taking a semester off and at the end of all this what does that matter like Mm -hmm. I want to know how how did you overcome that pressure like how did you know that you were like whoa 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 like I have no idea what I want to do like maybe I'll just wait and try a few things out yeah you know I think it's different for everybody I think that I definitely felt the pressure the pressure was definitely on, but it wasn't so much like pressure from like, like I had pressure from other people, but it wasn't like direct pressure. It was just like pressure that I put on myself, but I didn't have, for example, like a parent, like you have to go to school. So maybe that helped things a little bit because it was really just like within myself and for me to kind of like overcome instead of like external pressure. I don't know if that makes sense, but maybe if you had 
the financial backing or you would feel more pressure to go off because why not? You have nothing to kind of lose. I think that it had to do a lot too with just kind of like where I was at in my life as well. I wasn't living at home. And so, and I had a full-time job. And so there was pressure as well that I had to overcome as far as financially being able to afford going off to school and just making those decisions where it really was just like me making all my own decisions and growing up really fast. And can I go to school full-time and work a full-time job? You know, I, so I kind of was like, no, I need to go to school part-time or kind of at my own pace and I need to go to an affordable school and I need to kind of figure this out before I make these crazy big decisions. You had a full-time job while going to school or while like in high school and stuff. Yeah. I always, I've kind of always like worked a lot. Um, I worked throughout high school. Um, and then I also worked outside of high school. That's when I really like worked like two, three jobs at a time. So rent was due, gas was due, (laughs) electric, like all of the expenses, you know, came every month and those needed to be paid. And I was taking care of myself, food, grocery store visits, everything right out of high school. And so I didn't really have a choice as far as if I wanted to work, it was, you're getting up and this is, you know, what you're doing. That's amazing. I had no idea. Yeah. And it's, and it's tough. And I know a lot of people go to school and work and, you know, that's amazing because it's, it's not easy. It's not easy to stay motivated and to work full-time and go to school full-time. And it's, it's definitely a struggle, but you can do it if you put your mind to it. And that's what I did. So crazy. I can't believe you just straight out adulted right away. Yeah. We just went full throttle. Yes. Together you and your husband now? We did. Yeah. We've been living together. Um, we've been living together since I was 17. He was 18 or 19. Yeah. We're like about two years apart. We've been living together for a while, lots of different places. So you guys have been living together since high school, but yet you were still able to soul surge and to live the life you want to live today. How, how do you find that balance with figuring out what's best for you while maintaining your relationship, especially living together. I feel like codependency is a huge deal. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think that it was not easy at times, but it was something that was really important to both of us was to make sure that we were kind of working on ourselves. And that kind of allowed us to to create that independence within ourselves, but then be able to come together as a team as a couple and be able to grow and maintain our relationship. So lots of learning and we always like joke around and we're like we were so young and you know it really could have gone so many different directions and there's so many what ifs but I just think different things happened in our lives like our personal lives that brought us closer together and yeah I think that we really just grew together instead of apart through the bad times which made us really strong it's like 
when I was searching for my soul, he was searching for his soul. And then like some creepy, like soul (laughs) connection happened. And now we're just like one person, but we both, I think that space is important. Making sure that, um, you're respecting each other as you're independently trying to figure yourself out. Communication is important. We've always had, not always, but he's been a very good communicator and has helped me communicate more and just realize that that is, you know, the foundation to a relationship is, is talking. It's crazy that you guys are like so strong. It's not crazy. It's amazing. It's your personalities and stuff, but it's truly inspiring for a lot of people. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, it's, and I know it's kind of cliche, but it's easier said than done that it is worth it. The, all of the hard decisions and sacrifices and things that we've been through together and independently, it's all makes you who you are and like who you, who you become and the decisions that you're making um, on a day-to-day basis. It makes you stronger and you hear that and you're just like, yeah, yeah. But it's true. It's so true. Fast forward to a couple years after you guys move in, you're working three jobs. How do you, how did you find what you're doing now? How did you find the true passion that ignites you every day? Yeah, that's a great question. Cause a lot of people like they, they have like a moment in time that they can define, mm-hmm. but I like, don't have that. It was kind of like this really long, like accumulation of like events and things that happen. But if I can try to organize that a little bit, so teaching fit, you know, fitness and just movement in general, I was a figure skater in high school. So I loved movement and dancing and I did ballet and lots of different movement with that, that just made me feel good. It made me feel energized. And I kind of always remember that feeling. And so I decided not for like, I wasn't thinking it was going to become my career, but I was like, Oh, I'll get certified in teaching bar, which is a form of movement where you use ballet technique kind of in the class, um, in the fitness class. And so I was like, I'll get certified in that and just teach a couple of classes for some extra like side money while I work my 500 other jobs and, you know, go to school and do all that stuff. So that was, it was kind of like one of my little side gigs that I was doing. Um, and I started teaching just like one or two classes a week at well-beloved wellness, which is actually fast forward where I am now full time. And so it's, it's really funny. I've been there for almost six years now that I think about it. Cause that was in 2015 that I got certified and started teaching. So it's been a long time, but I would say that just starting to teach and move my body and get uncomfortable, like leading, you know, a crowd or clients and a class and stuff. It was just part of like my soul searching journey mm-hmm. where I was like, you know, this is kind of just like a fun thing for me to do but it started to turn into like a medicine for my week where like, I really looked forward to going in and doing it. And it was still like a, you know, a job, but it was more than that to me. And I started to make connections with people and sharing, you know, the medicine of movement with them. And I was like, I really, I'm digging this. Like I'm digging the way it's making me feel. 
And one thing led to another. And I noticed I started to want to eat better and drink more water and just like the little things. And then it kind of made me dig a little bit deeper and be like, maybe it's not like that healthy that I'm, you know, taking on, I'm doing like a thousand things and it's not really stuff that's filling my soul. And so kind of it kept going on and I decided to um, leave pharmacy technician. I was nannying and I was teaching classes. And so I think I left the pharmacy technician job and I just knew that wasn't the path for me. I started to invest further into my own health and love for this new way that I was kind of feeling this new medicine that I was giving myself. And I decided to get certified in more fitness classes. So I got certified in a core class to kind of strengthen your core muscles. Um, I got certified in a suspension trainer class. So I just started to dive in with certifications with fitness started to teach a couple more classes a week because I had that extra time because I left the pharmacy technician job and I'm still nannying full-time though. At this point, it was kind of like what I was banking on for like guaranteed income and just, I enjoyed it. It wasn't like anything crazy. So now we're like in 2016 and I decided to start my health coaching program, not because I was like, I want to be a health coach. I kind of decided to do the program because I wanted to dive further into the investment that I was making in myself with my own health journey. And so I looked into that program. It's called the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. It's an amazing program. And I kind of did it and started it with the mindset that I was just going to learn more about myself and my health and be able to offer maybe more to do with that. And it ended up being a really life-changing experience that opened up so many doors for me where I was able to start working actually at Well-Beloved Wellness in the nutrition clinic because Well-Beloved Wellness, it's not just fitness classes and cycle. It's not just like a studio. Mm -hmm. It also offers nutrition services. So there was two other health coaches working there at the time. And so I kind of jumped on there, started working part-time as a health coach for well-beloved wellness during my program. Um, About six months in, I was like certified to work as a health coach. So I was able to start doing that. And then from there, I graduated my program and I decided to open up my own private practice and business, which is now born as Simply Rooted Soul, along with working at Well-Beloved Wellness, and I'm still nannying at this point. So I'm still a crazy person running around, but I'm starting to like, you see what I mean? I'm starting to like carve the road here (laughs) somewhat, pave the road. whatever that saying is. (laughs) Wow. There was a lot going on. I was still spreading myself super thin Mm -hmm. doing all of this. And I knew kind of where I wanted to go with things. Things are becoming more clear. I'm feeling more connected. Like Alex, you were talking about like how sometimes you don't even know you're disconnected. Well, I didn't even know I was like 
so connected. I was like, you know what you should be doing. You know, it's scary. You know, it's not the normal path that people are taking because at this point it's what, 2016, 2017, 2018. I don't even know where we're at, but friends that I went to high school with are like graduating from college and they're like showing their degree and like I got a job here and I'm like FML like what am I doing you know what I mean I'm like Jesus um so you know there was those questions that Mm -hmm. I had within myself and confidence that I was lacking within myself and then I was like no like you know what you want to do you know what fills your soul go do it, create it, like make it happen. And so with the support of my amazing now husband too, because at this point we've set a strong foundation, we've been together, we're living together. We have our house by now. Um, so it's a pretty, like, I'm like, all right, this is like, this is happening. (laughs) I quit my nanny job I left my nanny job and that was like a huge game changer, scary. Oh my goodness. You're leaving full-time income. Not like an easy job because being a nanny, I'm not downgrading it. It's an amazing job. But there was a point where I was like, I'll just be a nanny for the rest of my life. Like this is, this is working for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I had to kind of like really get over that and dive into something unknown, scary, uncertain. I did it and it felt really good and powerful and it opened up more time, more opportunities for me to take at the studio, in the health clinic, within my own business that I, that I created, that was kind of the turning point for me. And so from there, it kind of leads me to where I am ish now, where the biggest opportunity has been being able to grow my personal business and create my own schedule with my clients and expand my services that I offer to them, which has been amazing. I have been able to obtain a booty yoga certification, um, which was life-changing. It's my favorite movement practice that I have ever done. And I'm a, you know, I work full time at Well Beloved Wellness, um, teaching classes. I've taken on a management position there um, as like a studio director. And I'm kind of like really involved in the studio, um, which I'm so happy about because it kind of just all intertwines to what I love to do, which is, you know, just sharing the gift of medicine, of movement and taking care of yourself and health and nutrition and um, all because, you know, of this lead up of all these crazy things and then just really pulling the trigger and deciding like, let's do this head first. Let's go mm-hmm. really scary stuff, but it's been awesome for the most part. <laughs> that is such a motivating story. Like let's, let's go, let's do this. <laughs> so much though to unpack there. So one of the things that I wrote down, um, that you were saying towards the end was the scariest part for you was kind of diving in when you were spending some of your time here and some of your time doing what fulfilled you what fueled you and what set your soul on fire what would be other than obviously just doing it what would be your best advice for someone who's in that stage of being in between but not really sure how do you 
full throttle? I think that you need to be smart about it because I'm not like offering the advice of just quit your full-time job and cool, you know, do whatever, you know, you need to have like a plan in place. You need to have your short-term goals in place. You need to have your long-term goals in place and you need to have not like the support of others, but you need to have the support you need in order to make kind of that decision to pull the trigger and to kind of step into something scary like that. And so be, you know, be smart about it, have a backup plan, have a plan B if plan A doesn't work, because I decided to take on so much before I really pulled the trigger to go full time into what I'm doing now. That time that I took was so important because I knew what I was going into instead of just like not having that experience for years before and then jumping into something and then saying like, shoot, this actually, you know, I made a huge decision and I don't know if, if this is for me. Like I know what I'm doing right now is for me. I know it will continue to, to evolve and change and grow. Like I know I'll continue to evolve and change. I know the career will continue to evolve and grow and change, but I know that this is the right path for me. So I think not like be certain before you make your move. Does that make sense? Kind of dabble in it, get enough enough experience part-time or were you yeah. certified in like one, maybe one area that you were kind of testing it out through that? Yeah. Yes. Especially when you are, when you are investing, when you decide to invest full time and leave something and go into something full time that, you know, you love to do, um, when it's not like, you know, a typical eight to five, like secure situation, when you're going into something where it's very different and unknown and it's a self-motivating career. Um, it's an energy, like you have to give your energy to your clients. Like when you're teaching fitness classes and when you're working with them, um, you know, career that I chose. And so I knew all of those things and I needed to make sure that that is really what I wanted to pursue and do. And again, I know that it's going to kind of continue to grow and change, but I know that the path is the right one, even if it's going to continue to grow and change. That's really great advice to give because I feel like so many people are including myself, I can be an all or nothing person. And I'm not like, I am a little bit, well, I am impatient. So that's really great advice. You need to stay consistent and just be sure that that's what you want to do and sacrifice for. Yeah, definitely. Like start small, Mm -hmm. gain experience in the field, kind of like start to dabble in it. Okay. So for our next section, we just, Izzy, you can explain what we do, (laughs) the Instagram thing. Before we get there, though, I have two questions. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Everyone, Alex like, is like, wrap this up. No, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, absolutely not. I wish we could keep going all night. <laughs> is there a limit? <laughs> all right, everyone, that will be it for today's episode. If you found anything helpful from today's conversation, we would love to know your favorite part. So connect with us on social media. 
We can be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all with the username at the Shiki Social. Thank you for listening and we will see you on the next one. And don't forget to stay shiki.